Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. So, welcome to the uh, show 652, and we have a new uh, political dynasty in New Jersey. I'm going to, I don't know if I should call it the tooth dynasty or the teeth dynasty, Sandy, because, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not versed in proper English as like most people are. I'm sorry. I apologize in advance for that. But so, Phil Murphy made a deal with the crooked Northern Democrats and the crooked Southern Democrats, and it looks like Tammy Faye Murphy is going to be our next U.S. Senator, unseating Bob Pumpkinhead Menendez. <laughs> you knew that any time Menendez was threatened, you knew there had to be an ulterior motive because there's just absolutely no way that that pumpkin-headed pile of crap uh, would make it out of office any other way he is not going softly into no. the night though <laughs> he says he says uh, he has a ton of skeletons oh, in the sure. democrats closets and he's threatening to unleash them all at you this can moment guarantee that i mean that's the only way he stayed in there now you understand he cannot resign murphy and tammy faye they're pushing for him to resign right mm. if he resigns he loses his ability to fundraise See, he's fundraising as a U.S. senator right now, and he's fundraising for his legal defense. And all the people that he did shady shit for and not shady shit for are all beholden to him. Yeah. So the donations are still coming in through his reelection campaign and his legal defense fund. If he resigns, he's persona non grata to the political class and the elites in the state and all the people that paid him grift and graft and everything else. So he has to stay in the game. Till the bitter end, okay? Yeah. So he is running. But I t I'm telling you right now, think about when you're a disgusting, rich, repulsive socialist, like so many of our political elites are. So Murphy's worth anything from 70 to $100 million, right? Goldman Sachs coffers. For the past six and a half, seven years, he has not spent one penny of his own money. The government has been funding everything, a.k.a. us, the taxpayers, right? Uh, Taylor Swift concert tickets, 24-hour security detail everywhere he goes. That is a beautiful grift to have, right, Sandy? Mm -hmm. Tens of millions of dollars a year that the taxpayers for funding for him to be our governor, which he wants to do shit anyway, right? Right. So now they're him and his wife are like, boy, this is such a good deal. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to give this up. Right. What could we possibly do to continue this, where we really don't have to work, we don't have to produce, we don't have to be held accountable, and we'll just continue to get taxpayer free shit like good little communists? Yeah. I got an idea. <laughs> we'll flip Pumpkinhead out, and you'll take his seat. Mm -hmm. So that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to tell you right now, she's going to win because the Northern and the Southern yeah, Democrats, yeah. the power brokers, they made a deal. Right. She's 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 our next U.S. senator. So yeah. everybody out there, just get used to it. Even Andy Kim down in Burlington County, another repulsive socialist. He's running for for Menendez's seat, too. Sorry, Andy. You're, you're not getting it. Step over. Yeah, you're not getting it. Now, listen, Menendez could pull one and he could get reelected. 
Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. But right. if he, Menendez doesn't get the nomination um, in the primary, Tammy Faye is going to be it. So, Sandy, is it Tooth Dynasty or, or Teeth Dynasty? I guess it what, could what's be proper? It could be uh, it could be just the shithead dynasty too. It just, <laughs> it's, just it's so just so sad. It's so sad. Right, right. They're not there to make us better. No. They're they're there to me- make themselves better while they continue to posture and preach how good they're doing and what good they're going to do with us, okay? Menendez has had this seat since 2006, okay? And Tammy Faye, by the way, she was a Republican until the mid- mid-2000s, okay? And then she switched, but, you know, she switched anywhere she needs to go yeah. to fill the void, you know? They're exactly. both, they're, they're so rich now that they can't help themselves. They have to be repulsive socialists. It's right. just, they know no other way. And uh, so this is where we're headed. Again, luckily for us, there was some wins in the local elections. We had some good wins in school board elections. But, you know, once you get to the state and national elections, the fix is in. The incumbents, the redistricting, the gerrymandering, you know, it, it, it's just the media, the ballot harvesting and everything. And, you know, Auth, we're going to start, you know, this two-year plan. We're going to support Auth. The civic seminars are going to be starting soon. Uh, which which is really really good, Tyler. Um, Tyler, oh my God. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm so screwed up today. Everybody is working on that, and uh, so we're going to try to hold the line like we have been for so many many years. But it, this is going to be interesting to watch this uh, the new dynasty arising. You know, like we had the the Newsoms and the Trudeaus and the Kennedys and the and the Bushes. You know. Uh, uh, and the Clintons. Whatever happened to Chelsea Clinton? She's been Clinton. She's been quiet lately, huh? She has been quiet. Yeah, she's grifting. Usually quiet. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. She's grifting. She's hot too. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, 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 I want to do a follow up about gun people being some of the absolute best people. Uh, last week's show with Gianna. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever received, other than the the, the bus bus rides with you know vegan snacks and everything when we were doing the Trenton rally. <laughs> right. I, I don't think I've ever received so much email and messages and feedback from any one show than what we're going to call it the Gianna show. <laughs> and let me That's let great. me here's here. This is a good one. This is from our buddy Jules Jim DeGiulio. You know, I always reference the show in my emails by number. However, this show has eclipsed all others. I recommend you change the name in the directory to Gianna so it may be easily found by interested patrons. <laughs> Gianna came across as a seasoned podcaster. A word of warning to my friend Sandy Berardi. Watch your back. <laughs> I, I hope to meet her one day at Gun For Hire Jewels. So I received tons of email. People, I have a pistol brace. I have an other. I have this. I have that. Anything Gianna wants to shoot, anything she wants to try, let me know. <laughs> it also, also brought out a ton of people that... Uh, have some kind of disability, um, whatever the perceived disability is, and they're interested in pursuing their carry permit now. So her inspiring yeah. show had the intended purpose that yep. Anthony was looking for. Perfect. Now, Jay Factor shot a five-minute video on his way home from Ohio. He was listening to Gunfire Radio, and he posted his video rant. 
And remember when I read the question, if you suffer from a physical defect or something, you'll need a doctor's note if it prevents you from being safe. He's like, you know, when the Second Amendment was written in 1791, no one needed a doctor's note because people that fought before and during the Revolutionary War and the Civil War were all missing limbs. Yeah. From getting them blown off from defending their family and their country, and no one needed a doctor's note. And, Jay, I can't agree with you more. And he, he says the Bruin decision solidified that, okay? Yeah. Just like we should, nonviolent felons should not be discriminated against from owning a gun. I agree as well. Just like someone with DW, DUIs, if they made the restitution and they've gone so many years without another one, they should not have to lose their rights. But discriminating against someone because of a perceived handicap and they can still safely handle a gun albeit with their disabilities whether it's one hand no hand legally blind one eye missing i don't know i don't care this should not be a disqualifier as long as they're safe it should not be a disqualifier so so jay went on a very educational rant uh ed hildebrand uh gun for hire member number almost one by the way he's in the 30s he offered uh gianna to try any of his wheel guns and gary and tony arena have some tip-up barrels for her to try uh tip-up barrel guns and we have uh some uh we also have uh, a three-point sling that we want her to try so this is really good all you listeners out there, if you have anybody else who falls in a category like that, please email info at gunforhire.com, and we'd love to, um, you know, experiment. Learn while you earn. Come down, and for free, we will evaluate your situation, and we will see what we can do. I mean, it, this is what it's all about, right? I mean, this is what it's all about. Joey Grimaldi. Anthony, spectacular guest, great show, and I am inspired by Gianna and also the twenty two caliber info. You know, that's where I was giving everybody tips about how you can actually improve your shooting uh, economically with a twenty two. Everything does not have to be your forty four Magnum or four fifty four Kasul when you go to the range. You can shoot a twenty two and it will improve your shooting. Vinny Gallo, aka Vinny Callow. <laughs> what an incredible and inspiring story from Gianna on the show this week. The second is for everyone. I hope this brings out more people with disabilities to come out and safely enjoy firearms with whatever disabilities they may have. I myself have a disability that doesn't stop me from shooting and hunting and qualifying for my carry permit. I am legally blind in my right eye after a work accident when I was 20 years old. Now, Vin, I met you numerous times and saw you here. I never would have known that. He wrote, I taught myself to shoot all my long guns lefty and how I aim uh, my handgun had to obviously had to change, but I'm a pretty good shot if I don't say my, so myself. Thanks again for everything, and thanks for Gianna uh, for sharing her incredible story and the nerve of selfish Sandy to make everyone change plans. What the fuck? Laugh out loud. Vinny Gallo, A.K. Cal. <laughs> Seriously, you're so selfish. <laughs> had a, had a, we all had to change our plans for you. Yes, that's true. Uh, I, I agree. So, Vinny, I didn't know you were legally blind in one eye. And, again, who gives a shit? If you can handle your gun safely and you can hit that target or whatever level of competency you can, fine. I've made NRA instructors that were missing an eye. I made an NRA instructor who was, had a hand missing, too. And uh, I, when I went to Picatinny Arsenal and, and did the NRA classes up there, uh, that was the explosive division. There were people that couldn't count to 10 on their fingers taking the class yeah. okay we had one guy who was right-handed who was missing his index and middle finger and he shot the trigger he pulled the trigger with his uh, ring finger nice. on his dominant hand uh, guess what he shot pretty damn good 
Improvise, adapt, overcome, as U.S. Marines would say, right? Yep. So, Gianna, you'll be back on the show. We're going to do a follow-up. We're going to have Tony on the show as well. We're going to do a follow-up, and hopefully we're going to have some more people on the show that we can talk about. Uh, we had a gentleman storm out of the qualification the other day and mm-hmm. demand his money back because we, he, we told him that he needed a holster. Oh, what was he going to A have? holster. What's this shit, holster? You know what? I'm fed up with this shit. I want my money back. Come on over here, sir. Let me give you your money back. Um, you can't make this shit up, can you? No. Let, let me give you your money back right now. Uh, I don't know what you were thinking. I guess you're going to stick it in your waistband. I don't know. Mexican carry. I, I don't know. Prison purse. I don't I don't know what you I don't know what you were thinking, but... And we don't want to find out. No. Uh, by the way, the, the deadline is December 31st. That you have to requalify under the new CCAR protocol, all right, care protocol. If you do not, the prosecutors are going to be revoking permits. Please, we have a ton of classes on the schedule. If you live in South Jersey or somewhere else or you use a different range or a different place to qualify, get your shit together and get out there and get it done before 1231. Remember that qual form. Save a copy of it because next year when you go to renew your carry permit, you're going to use that same qualification. So you're qualifying once and it's good for your renewal and it's good for what you have to submit before 1231. So please just just get it done. If you qualified previous and it's a requal, when you go on my website, just click that it's a requal. It's only 50%. It's $137, I think, or whatever. And it's going to be, it's going to last you for this qual and for the next renewal qual. You're done. We won't see you for three years, basically, uh, after this. But, but please get it done. We work so hard to get to this point, and all of you work so hard to get to this point. So please, let's get it done. Now, uh, I didn't cover this with Gianna on the show last week because I didn't want to digress. But, you know, the Fifth Circuit just handed Biden's ATF another defeat uh, with guns and everything. And, you know, Vanderstock versus Garland, the ATVs, uh, ATF's revisions for the Gun Control Act uh, that includes, you know, frames and receivers and stuff. Uh, listen to me. The basically these lower court judges that are following Bruin are saying that alphabet agencies can't make laws. You're Mm -hmm. there to enforce the laws. Okay, so between that and the bump stock ban and the pistol brace ban and everything, we're in really, really good shape. If you have an other or a pistol brace, you do not need to be a member of GOA or FPC or SAF anymore. Everyone is covered under a judge in the Fifth Circuit. Everybody is covered under under it right now. So we're in really good shape. Now, listen, people are calling us up. They're illegal again. Are you selling them in the store? Sorry, we are not. I do not want to go through this again. We had disgruntled customers coming after they got banned that wanted their money back. And it's like, well, I can't give you your money back. When we sold them to you, we told you it was going through this whole situation. So if other stores are selling them, good good for them. I'm not, I'm not going to be selling others or anything right now. Mm. We're going to wait because ultimately this is going to fall on the lap of the Supreme Court. Uh, what's going to help us is the uh, the, the case that, that's handling, God damn, Sandy, I can't think of the case for alphabet agencies, the one out of the fisheries out of New Jersey. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Anyway, it, it'll hit me, but it's this is all going to be solidified in the near future. Uh, how about this one, Sandy? This is some, some news from California. A gentleman, an armed homeowner, who defended his family 
in his driveway shootout, California took his gun permit away from him. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to do that again. Yeah, they ambushed him at his front door to rob him and rob his car, and his kids were home, and he shot at them, and California revoked his uh, carry permit. Oh. And and then great. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, I'm sure the bad guys, they probably handed him unserialized numbers, uh, number guns as they were leaving the prison (laughs) because it's all backwards out here. How about this? How about Oregon is having second thoughts now a few years after they decriminalized all hard drugs? I've seen some video from uh, Oregon, and man, it is just unbelievable. Same thing is going on in in, uh, B.C. too, in British Columbia. The British Columbia government in the beginning of this year decriminalized all drugs. And now they're trying to backpedal because the city has literally turned into um, Shooter's Alley. Uh, It's just unbelievable how badly it has just completely collapsed in, in less than a year. So you're ready for this? Listen to this. Michelle Lowe. A 56-year-old bookstore clerk in Eugene, Oregon, voted for it enthusiastically. Mm. She's a Grateful Dead fan who has experimented with mind-altering substances. Lowe long supported liberalizing Oregon's drug laws to be more like those of the Netherlands. But as she watched public drug use flourish in the city of 175,000, she feared she may have voted the wrong way. (laughs) There is constant problems all over town. Really? It doesn't matter it doesn't matter where you live with people strung out on drugs, said Lowe, who describes herself as a communist. I pride myself on being a bit cynical, but obviously I was very naive. No no, you were stupid. You were stupid. Th- thought That's that all what the way it through was. From beginning to end. You were stupid. Let's legalize hard drugs. What could possibly go wrong? Well, crime went up. Deaths went up, murdering and muggings went up. And guess what? All the shop owners have seen a 40 to 60% decrease in foot traffic. Oh, why? Could you imagine going to a... Could you imagine walking down one of those streets where everybody's just open air drug markets just shooting up? All you have to do is take a look at Kensington in in Philly. It's the same thing. A, a, hus- a husband and wife and their kids are walking down the street, and there's a man peddling different varieties of fentanyl to tourists. Oh, nice. yeah, good. yeah, that's good. Well, okay. you know, it's, it's, it's an entrepreneur. So he's, he's selling fentanyl right there. Now, you know, some of those fentanyl strings are so strong, you could just touch it or smell it and oh, die. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right? uncut fentanyl. Just... Right. So anyway, so she thinks she may have made the wrong decision, but she's a bit of a cynic old communist there so and she's also 56 years old she's a book clerk not that i'm questioning anybody's ability or anything but you know at 56 you probably unless you're a second person in the household you probably should have gainful employment but she's a hippie and whatever so she's probably on the dole also who knows hey look Um, the upside of this is um narcan sales have gone up which is very good yeah we pay for it Yes. Oh, yeah, of course. It's just Narcon sales went up, but the U.S. government is the biggest customer. They take yes, taxpayer they money and That's buy it, right. and they give it out for free. Yes, they do. It's for free, so we pay for it. So guess what? We the third tier. That's guess what's right. up? We get Ladies it again. and gentlemen, Bohica. Right. <laughs> it never ends, does it? No, it never does. So, so listen to this sting operation. 
I, I love this. The New Jersey State Police, they had an operation, here it is, where is it, to curb gun violence, and they went after fugitives. And what they did was it was dubbed NJ Safe, S-A-F-E, and the United States Marshals, the Newark Police Department, and the State Police Fugitive Unit went out, and they focused on individuals with violent criminal history, per- particularly those involved in shootings and without, with, with outstanding warrants. So you want to hear how backwards we are with this, you know, revolving door criminal justice system that, you know, that we have to worry to death when our kids walk to school or the playground or they go in a mall or anywhere else, you know, because we don't live like, you know, the, the tooth dynasty where we have 24-hour security or anything. So the operation culminated in the arrest of five fugitives are now, who are now being held in county correctional facilities. The overachieving aim, overarching aim is to enhance public safety by addressing gun-related crimes in the community. SAFE has been uh, executed across the state, resulting in the arrest, you ready for this? 90 fugitives who have a record of 636 prior arrests. So it's 90 people, 650 arrests, basically. Why are they out on the street anyway? Exactly. Okay, are we never going to learn? Are we never going to learn that it does bail reform and all of this other shit for repeat offenders and violent felons and gun charge, criminal charges or guns used in a felony will not work? So what do we do is we continue to spend police resources to arrest them. You know what's going to happen to them? They're going to be in county lockup for a few weeks. They're going to go before a judge, and they're going to get released again. One hundred percent, they're going to get released again, and they're going to be out there committing crimes and killing innocent people and killing law-abiding taxpayers. And you know what? The political class, the first tier, they could give a shit. Well, Just actually, that's why they, they, they enjoy. It. I mean, if we <clears throat> if we go back to how many times over the past fifteen years have we talked about Cloward and Piven, and that is exactly what. Part of the plan is is to overwhelm the system and let it collapse from the free, you know, um, uh, allowing all drugs to be legal, defund the police, anything you can do to create chaos within a country to bring that country down from within. And that's all part of a grand plan. You know, you can see it in tiny pieces or you can see it for what it really is as a whole orchestrated plan. And it's working very well. Did you know that Bloomberg is now funding district attorneys and prosecutors and elected judges the same way as George Soros? Great. So Soros started it, and now we got another guy that's worth about $80 billion that's doing the same thing. So they're going to continue to get the most bang for their buck instead of getting into Interesting national how elections. They're, they're all old, rich, white guys, too. Right. Right. Right, old rich white guys, Just and saying. they're trying to, t- and they all live. That you know, could you imagine the security Soros must have? Because he's a pretty hated oh. man. He's yeah. a hated man internationally. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not just the U.S. I mean, there's not much love for him anywhere. But, but anyway, uh, uh, Joe Danielson, you know, Joe Danielson, who we got this crappy carry law uh, because of him. He was the shield. I got the job picking peanuts out of poop at a waste treatment plant. He just got reelected, by the way. And a very good member of our range, 2A supporter and activist, uh, Susan Zorn, she sent him uh, messages on his uh, Facebook page uh, that it's, you know, it's 
it's against the law for a public figure to block constituents on social media. And he referred to her as sir, which is, you know, bad. He has Because he has the comments turned off on his uh, political Facebook page, I guess. And, you know, there's a Fourth Circuit uh, appeals uh, court that says that he cannot block people, okay? You know, if you're a public official, it's considered a public forum, and you can't block people, you can't block comments, mm. but they do it all the time, you know? But, you know, he told her, sir, you should read the law before opining on it or ask someone for help. God, I tell you, once they become elites, they just talk down yep. to you. You Absolutely. know you know what I mean? How quickly they forget where they came from, you know? Instantly. Once, 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 once the, the, the marionette strings are being pulled by the people that support them, you know, so it's a violation of your First Amendment rights. It's, you know, the ACLU is waiting on this as well. And, uh, you know, uh, it's 50-50 that it's 100% illegal what he's doing. But it's not right. If you're a public official, you know, you should you should be objective and you should be t listening to people's comments and you should have comments turned on and you should be taking the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, but you know what? They don't give a shit about us. And uh, someday we're going to come to terms to that. You know, guys like Assemblyman Author uh, and um, Brian Bergen, they're few and far between. You know, uh, they're, they're Vic and Victoria. They're just Vicky. They're just too, they're just Vicky Flynn. They're just too and far between, and uh, it's 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 sad. And uh, we'll see what happens. But I'm looking forward to this Tooth Dynasty. You know, uh, <laughs> again, I wanted to reiterate out there because we're getting some we're getting hammered here with phone calls and stuff. All right, uh, there's a nationwide preliminary injunction against the ATF's pistol brace ban. So other pistol braces and everything. The new stay issued by Judge Kasmark, K-A-C-S-Kasmark, covers all gun owners who have braced pistols. So please don't modify, don't sell, don't discard, don't do anything with them. And again, I just want to reiterate, uh, I, if, I wouldn't buy any. I would wait until this gets to the Supreme Court. But, but you know what? You're all going to do what you want to do, so uh, do it. But uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch them with a, with a stick right now. You know, our class schedules are up. I believe January's up already. November is pretty much solidified, especially for Qual, Sandy. And, uh, you know, we have more coming. We're going to be offering Rhode Island uh, carry next. I think I read it, I said that in one of my other shows. So that's, that's going to be cool that we're, we're offering that as well. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, most of our classes book up really, really fast, and we're, we're working on maybe a, uh, more of an expansion here. Hint, hint, nod, nod. That's pretty much uh, all I can say um, at the moment. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's looking really, really good, you know. And uh, I just want to continue in that way. Are we close to a halfway? We are. We can take You know a what? Break I'm tired time. of you. Yes. <laughs> It's, unfortunately, it's been 15 years, so it's... It's that long, huh? It sure has, yeah. God damn, you're killing me. I know, bro. it's unbelievable, all right? You know what I mean? You're, you're really killing me. All right, so let's talk a little bit. Let's do, let me do housekeeping first. So 
obviously N-Y-T-A-C-D-E-F-E-N-S-E, NYTACDefense.com, Peter Tillum. If you mention Gun for Hire, one word, you get 15% off your monthly membership. It's $35 a month. It is the legal defense fund if you live anywhere in New York, New York City, New York State, whatever, NYTACDefense.com. You need that. If you live in the other 49 states, you need U.S. Law Shield, uslawshield.com. Use gun for hire, one word in the code, please. My man, John Petrolino, writing tons of great stuff, uncovering stuff. His book, Decoding Firearms, it's available down at Aberdeen Guns, Gun for Hire, uh, in, and also Amazon and Kindle. Uh, of course, my book, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal, makes a great stocking stuffer with decoding firearms. So you might want to get them both. StandStrong.biz, we're averaging one to two new businesses signing up. I get people coming in all the time. What does it cost to sign my business up to StandStrong.biz? It costs nothing. Go to StandStrong.biz, scroll down to the bottom, and register your business. Myself or Phoebe will review it. We will publish it. You can modify it from there, but I'm, I'm getting feedback from a lot of customers and supporters that they're all searching StandStrong.biz before they spend their hard-earned money. My doctor, Optimal Health and Wellness, and Jay is on there, and I have a great accolade for Dr. Uh, Sambatero in a little bit. Don't forget Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret, New Jersey, is looking for junior rifle members 12 to 18 years old, L-A-K-E-I-S dot org. Also, check out Sharon Decker's Zen Float Center on Park Avenue in Scotch Plains, zenfloatcenter.com. Stop down and see John Zeller at Aberdeen Guns in Monmouth County. Save the date, you slackers. October 2nd, 2024, at the Tides Estate in North Halden, will be the next Friends of the NRA dinner headed by John Acapinti and company. Don't forget the Varsity Firearms podcast, John Valenti. Check him out. He's quite active in the community now. Speaking of quite active in the community, news2a.com. News number two, letter A.com. Check them out on their Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and their actually regular website, news2a.com. They're uh, very active on Twitter, by the way. Also, we talked about it. Don't risk becoming a felon. Please get qualified before 12-31-31. Please, I don't want to hear you whining the first week of January. I'll be at NRA board meetings in Dallas, Texas anyway, but I'll be able to hear you whining from here. <laughs> so this is a, a Vin Agavino who lives all the way down the bottom of South Jersey. Uh, he stopped up last Tuesday. I couldn't be here. We had a really, really great member of the range, John uh, Pasafiume from uh, Cedar Grove, 55 years old, uh, had a massive heart attack while working. We, he was in the gun store two days earlier. He brought a revolver in to have some work done. Uh, married, four kids, uh, con contractor out of uh, Cedar Grove. I had to go to his wake and stuff, and my wife had to get an epidural. So I missed Vin, but Vin came in. Vin came in and, re and picked up his membership credentials. You want to talk about support those who support you? Vin be was a member of Gun for Hire three years in a row without ever coming here huh. to support us during COVID, et cetera, et cetera. And then while he was here, he bought some gift cards which are in my hand here, to give to Tony Simon for the second is for everyone to give out to some of his uh, students and new people that he's going to introduce to shooting. So <clears throat> gun people truly are the best people yeah. most of the time. Most, most, <clears throat> of, the time. <laughs> most of the time. 
This is a great um, email. I just want to take a moment to extend a sincere thank you and all of your amazing staff. I've taken a few classes in the last year, most recently the Maryland and D.C. class, and the trainers are always top-notch. Being a woman, it can be intimidating walking into a class, but I've always felt welcome, respected, and encouraged, even when I'm the only girl in the room. Just like you always say, two-way people are the best people, and I'm honored to be a part of the Gunfire family, even though you kick me out every visit. Thank you for all you do, Sarah T. Sarah, love you. Her and her hubby are here all the time. So she took the two-day Maryland and D.C. carry class. She was, in fact, out of 22 or 23 students, she was the only female in the class. And she kicked ass as usual. So let's listen to this. Somebody emailed a question in. Can I go shopping in ShopRite with my carry permit even though ShopRite sells alcohol? which is a legitimate question. And yes, you can carry while shopping. You cannot carry where alcohol is being consumed. So a liquor store is okay. Okay, you could go into a liquor store with your gun on, Sandy, but you can't go into a place where that serves alcohol, like Unless a bar. The liquor store has a bar in it, right? If the liquor store has a bar in it, then no, you can't. Correct. Uh, another one, this was from a... Uh, David or David, he wanted to know uh, if he could open carry on his own land. Yes, under 2C39, you can carry on your open land, on open land, uh, your own property. But Evan Knappen advises against it, and Anthony advises against it too, because your neighbors are going to be hoplophobic and they're going to yep. call the cops, etc., etc., etc. You know, somebody else asked uh, about carrying in parks. It is so confusing. Can I carry in a state park? Can I carry in a federal park? Can I carry in a service property? Can I carry in there? Can I carry in there? U.S. Law Shield, uslawshield.com. You, if you're going to be, you got to be specific and you got to ask them. I can't answer that question and I ain't a lawyer and I don't want to, uh, I don't want to get in trouble and I don't want to get you in trouble for sure. This one's from Michael. This was a lengthy one, but Michael works in a retail, independent retail pharmacy, and he want, in a strip mall. And he wants to know if he can carry at work, and because it's considered a dispensary, it's a sensitive place right now. So no, he can't carry there. The pharmacist, if the pharmacist owns the pharmacy, that pharmacist can carry. But no one else can carry in there. I know it's stupid, but, but Michael, you know our lawsuit is proceeding. We had the oral arguments October 25th, so we're hoping for a ruling from the uh, Third Circuit three-judge panel, and we'll see. So it's a dispensary. So that's really a, a good question, and Evan Knappen answered that, that question for me. <clears throat> this one's from a Mike S. And so he wanted to know, Anthony, first I would like to thank you and your staff for running a great qual course. From the ladies greeting me at the front desk to the instructors running the course, everyone made me feel welcome and provided great guidance. I actually met you on the way out, and it felt very genuine when you were welcoming all the guests to the family and thanking everyone for the patronage. I'm a finance professional and have evaluated many businesses, and I can tell you without any doubt you are running one of the greatest operations I've ever seen. Damn! The attention to detail throughout the entire facility is beyond impressive. And now I have a question that I'm hoping you could answer. While I've been listening since episode one, oh my God, you poor man, the CCW question ha uh, application has a question about ever being convicted of a disorderly person's offense. Does a petty disorderly person's offense need to be disclosed? It is my understanding that it's just a different level of offense, just as a, uh, a crime felony, it's different from a disorderly person's offense. Again, this is something that you have to ask U.S. Law Shield or Evan Knappen or Frank Pisano or Dan Schmutter, but 
You know, uh, Knappen told me a petty only asks, it only asks about a disorderly person. It's not a disqualifier, which would be petty. But he, Knappen says you should still mention it so it doesn't come up and be a shocker or a surprise to the police. But again, every person is, it's a different scenario. It's a different charge. Obviously, if it's a domestic violence, even if it was a petty thing or something, that's probably going to be a disqualifier. You notice Anthony said probably. Again, I can't give you actual um, legal advice. So if you don't belong to U.S. Law Shield or MY TAC defense, for that little monthly amount, <clears throat> you can get those answers. And you can get the answer specifically tailored to you before you send your paperwork in and you don't screw up. So to me, that's, that's invaluable. So I just wanted to read those off because I get tons of those and I usually forward them. And Phoebe uh, gets a lot more than I do at the info at Gun for Hire email. And she basically tells everybody, Reach out to NYTAC Defense or reach out to U.S. Law Shield because, again, it's a it's a really uh, a, a thin line on what's legal and what's not because obviously they want us that way because they yep. don't want us to know what's black and white. They only they want everything gray so you get in trouble. So our perennial emailer Daniel Ianuzo, <clears throat> he gave me a kick-ass sweatshirt by the way for Castellano Motors uh, in New York City. Really nice quality, and um, it's it's really nice. I just wanted to thank him. But he wrote, Anthony, I was listening to the show talking about texts, about Netflix, etc. I just want to add also calls from people claiming they're the bank. I always tell, tell people never say yes and tell the people you are actually uh, the bank, uh, and I will call the number on the back of my credit card 100% of the time when I talk to the bank and I say it's for any reason they're trying to call me, they say no. Same thing. If someone calls you and says they're from TD Bank or Bank of America or something, say, what's it in reference to? Okay, thank you, and then hang up on them, and then call your actual bank or call the number on the back of the credit card and ask them, is this a phishing scam? Are you guys really looking for me? Is this an issue? Bravo, Daniel. I should have mentioned that. That's that's good. But I get the alerts on my phone, too, right from TD Bank, et cetera. I get emails. I get text messages. Okay. Two-factor authentication. You know, you have all of that. It's, it's important today <clears throat> to know all of that. So this is from Powell, uh, who's Gun for Hire alumni uh, forever. And he wrote, thank you for what you do for the 2A community. I've been listening to your show for quite some time and became a member of your range as soon as I got my FID card. That was a long time ago. He goes, I recently was laid off as a result of an industry-wide stagnation and receiving unemployment. Is that a disqualifier for CCW? No, Powell, you do not have to be employed. You can be unemployed and you can be self-employed and still apply for a CCW. You can apply for an FID card. You can apply for a, a, a pistol permit. That is not a disqualifier. Uh, that's something I can tell you that's not legal advice because I've dealt with this situation hundreds of times with pistol permits and FID cards, and now it's come up again <clears throat> with, F, uh, with uh, carry permits. The other thing is, as a result of being employed, I'm looking very closely at the price tags now. In order to receive my permit, I would have to spend $450, you know, uh, which is likely the 250 the 400 You have to get, uh, you know, your uh, fingerprints done, the application fee. Uh, yes, it's discriminatory, and it's discriminatory on purpose. They're doing it on purpose because they're trying to price people out to discriminate against people. Right now, our two lawsuits, the Dan, uh, the one Dan's leading and the one FPC is leading, 
are for sensitive places. That will be in part of the next lawsuit we go after, that it's so discriminatory that people have to pay such high fees, et cetera, et cetera. And then the last thing, we, I covered this with um, Ashok and a few other people. As a first-generation immigrant from Poland, I find it very hard to find four non-family members to vouch for me to receive my carry. I am in the same tight spot as one of your listeners quoted a few, a few shows back. Yeah, that was Ashok. That crazy car, uh, requirement not only hurts immigrants, but also young women as well. But young women as well. While I can vouch for my daughter and receive her ID card, how can she find four non-family related persons to vouch for her CCW while being a college student or even after graduation? Is there anything? That's part of our lawsuit. That was part of our uh, oral arguments on 1025, Powell. I agree with you 100%. It's all done discriminatory. It's all done to make it harder for people to get that carry permit. It's unfortunate. This is a really good one, Sandy. This is from um, Harsamaran uh, Gill, who owns the, uh, the, the businesses down in Central and South Jersey. Hello, Anthony. My friend runs an organization called Sikh Youth Alliance that focuses on passing legislation to increase awareness of Sikhs in schools and educational institutions. I was talking to him, and he mentioned that not a single Republican assembly office in New Jersey responded to one of their previously proposed resolutions. It is very important for Republicans to create good relations with the Sikh community and build a broader coalition like Assemblyman Auth mentioned on your show. The Sikh community predominantly votes Democrat, and Republicans are partly at fault because they don't make enough efforts to reach out to that community. Sikhs are rapidly, a rapidly growing segment of the population of New Jersey and will be crucial to electoral success in the future. The reason I'm sending this email is that uh, that there is a state Senate bill, SR 108, coming up, and my friend is looking to potentially get some Republican co-sponsors. I am reaching out because I know you have a connection with some of the Republican legislators in New Jersey. Well, uh, I connected him with Assemblyman Auth, so hopefully uh, there's some uh, communication there, and Auth can contact the Republican powers to be in Trenton, and we can uh, get that going. I think it's very, very important. The second is for everyone, and we need to get more people under uh, the big tent that we have here. There's always so much I learn every day, and we, we get a lot of Sikhs that come in here and, mm. and shoot. So uh, um, the second is for everyone. Bring them on. Hi, Anthony. Hope you and your family and the Gunfire family are doing great. Last time I was at the range around December 20th, I had a great weekend shooting, talking with Steve and a few other managers and staff. They truly uh, exceeded, uh, are, they truly are extended family. On October 23rd, I, tr I started uh, my aggressive cancer treatments at Memorial Sloan Kenner. Cancer Center in New Jersey, seven-week treatment, five days a week radiation, and one day a week chemo. Today, I finished three weeks of radiation and three chemo treatments. Now I have four weeks to go. Looking forward to get through this quickly so I can get back to the range. Only thing about cancer treatment is that they get worse until it gets better. The cancer is stage four, left side throat, neck lymph nodes. Uh, the good news is curable. Have to catch up on my gun for higher radio. Thank you, Anthony and Matt, for what you do for the two A community and New Jersey and country. Thank you, all the staff and, and which consider family. See you in December, George S. George, Godspeed. Anything you need, please don't hesitate. And we miss you at the range. And please email me when you're coming back so we can give you a hero's welcome after you kick cancer's ass. This one's from James. I am absolutely disgusted that after all the outreach sharing of crucial information, the Democrats still have control of New Jersey. 
They even flipped a few assembly seats from Republican to Democrat. As far as I'm concerned, all gun owners who voted Democrat or didn't vote at all have effectively forfeited their right to complain about Democratic policies. Aside from death or debilitating illness, there isn't any excuse to not vote. The lack of urgency among gun owners as a whole to fight for our Second Amendment rights is shameful. Even people who are not fans of the Second Amendment have to see that democratic policies are allowing children to be groomed and sexualized, criminals to be emboldened, inflation to grow, illegal immigrants to flood our neighborhoods, and a whole theme park of other dangerous and long-lasting nonsense. At this rate, it seems our only hope is that SCOTUS make things uh, right. But that probably won't matter either because these democratic politicians are never, ever held accountable. Or have, I have no fear of SCOTUS. The courts will just run out the clock and appeals and sending cases back to the lower courts. The Ninth Circuit Court proved that point, and I guess we are stuck. Even though we are being sabotaged by our own people, I thank you for your efforts, James. James, I feel the same way almost every day, yet I get up, put my pants up on, and I fight the fight as best as I possibly can with what little we have to work with. I believe more gunners showed up to vote than we think, but I also think we're outnumbered. The machine, Stalin said it's not who votes, it's who counts the votes, right? And the machine is kind of rigged against us, and I have to agree with Assemblyman Auth. Until the Republicans wake up and get the same playbook as the Democrats with ballot harvesting and early voting and mail-in ballots, I believe we're in the same situation. We have like a two-month window where we can get people to get out and vote instead of a one-day window. The apathy and the laziness, that's what ruins countries. That's why Rome is no longer, the Roman Empire is gone, because everybody gets fat and lazy. You agree? Yes, absolutely. How about this one? This guy drove, what's his name here? J, letter J. He drove from exit one on the turnpike to the range to get his qualification. (laughs) That's pretty good. Okay? Unbelievable. He goes, I recently purchased two brand new magazines for my Springfield handgun uh, because owning the stock ones that came with the gun in New Jersey would be a felony because they're over 10 rounds. He goes, when I walked into the range, I was greeted by friendly folks and was glad when we finally entered. And after a brief but thorough instruction on what to do, we began to fire. Unfortunately, after my first few rounds, the aftermarket grip extension fell off, releasing the magazine spring and the remaining ammo. Lewis from the range helped me out and had me use my other magazine. After firing a few additional rounds, you guessed it, the same thing happened to this one. I explained to Lewis and Mo that I had driven over two hours and asked what I could do. We exited the range, and Lewis said, let me see what we can do. He took my magazines to the on-site gunsmith to make something happen. Uh, Lewis came back after a short while and said, I think we can fix it. They superglued the extensions to the magazine so they couldn't come loose. Genius idea. I sat in a use of force class while they dried, and after the next round of folks passed through, Mo took me into the range to let me complete my qual. Long story short, Anthony, you have got some incredible people there. I really mean it. Everyone there jumped through incredible hoops just to help me out for no other reason but because they are good people. They could have sent me away saying, come back when you get your magazine issue resolved, but no, they went above and beyond to make my trip to your range outstanding. I only wish I lived closer to your range so I could visit more often. 
it is well worth the drive. Thank you again, and please pass, pass along my kind words to Lewis, Moe, and everyone else working there. P.S. I'd love for you to share my experience. I did, Jay. Thank you so much. From Exit 1. This is what we do. If we have people on staff, we fix it. We try to have no one leave unhappy. We try. Sometimes employees, wires cross, things happen, things get blown out of proportion, but they're few and far between. We've gotten a huge influx of new members the past couple of months, and uh they're all amazed by our customer service. They're like, you know, I can't even get a screwdriver at the other place without somebody making a face. Here I ask for help, and they bring it in a gunsmith room, and they fix it for me, and they don't charge me. So, you know, we, we try. You know, you know we, we really, we really, really try. Uh, Rich, from Ring, Rich from Ringwood keeps coming in, okay? And he, he met me, and I got to meet him and his wife uh, the other day. And, uh, you know, he loved uh, – Edmund's wife loved the establishment. They got to see Evan Knapp in here uh, doing the U.S. Uh, Law Shield seminar already and everything. So uh, it's it's great to see um, so many people. So Rich and Val, I want to thank you again for being part of this community. I think they're pretty new to the community. They used to shoot somewhere else. He lives in Ringwood. So that's good to see. This is from Stephen uh, C., I just requalified at your facility this past week. It was so well-run, efficient, and organized. I will upgrade to gold as a bronze member since I love your facility and your friendly and professional staff. You might want to wait a little bit, Steve. We have a new level of membership, and we have new member perks coming out. By the way, we haven't raised prices in 11 years, and we go into year 12 in January, and guess what? We're not raising prices. For the douche flute on Reddit that says, oh, they're probably going to raise prices again this year for Black Friday. Get out of your mom's basement and start looking around, you stupid bastard. We've never raised the membership prices in 11 years. 11 years. We've never raised prices. We're offering new member perks, no charge, and we're rolling out a new level membership, titanium. I can't say what it is, though, but we're rolling it out soon. Titanium. There's going to be a new level membership, so stay tuned. We are going to have an ass-kicking Black Friday. We have, I think, 45 guns that have been in inventory for a while. And we're going to be running a special on Black Friday where you spend X amount of money and you can pick, first come, first serve, one of those 45 guns for for a nominal amount of money. I think it's like 100 bucks or something. I don't know all the details. Matt will be releasing all of that soon. This is just a teaser. God, I hate some of those Reddit people. Oh, my God, they're communists with no lives. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, I submitted my PTC. This is Aaron. I submitted my PTC online to the Hapakon PD around 10, 10, 23. I got a call on 10, 30, 23 from the detective in charge, and he tells me my qualification form doesn't list the firearm I qualified him with. I advised him that the new law doesn't require it. He stated that the form he's been receiving still has that area. I advised the detective that the form from the state police no longer has a section to put the firearm on. The detective said, yeah, but the instructors are still writing it. He then advised me that this might delay things because he needs further direction from the state police. This is the second time doing my PTC. Unbelievable. Please, a pack on PD. They don't have to list the gun. The next thing is Maywood, New Jersey. I got a gentleman applied for his permit. He got it the same day approved, Sandy. Wow. Maywood, stepping up. Patterson, I'm still hearing good news out of Patterson. Thank you guys out of Patterson. I really appreciate it. Oh, Aaron had sent me an accolade. P. 
P.S. I heard you were looking for reviews for Dr. Sambatero, New Jersey Health and Wellness, NJ. After hearing your ads on the podcast, I listened to every episode. In May of this year, I joined his practice. I am a primary care nurse practitioner and didn't want to, I, I, I didn't know what to think of concierge medicine. I needed a new primary, but couldn't get an appointment for months. <laughs> Welcome to our world. I was scheduled with Dr. Joe within a couple of days. He is the best internist I've ever worked with. I have worked in healthcare for over 25 years, and I can say this without a doubt. He is thorough, responsive, knowledgeable, and caring. His assistant, Holly, is always on top of everything. Holly knows who I am when I contact her. He isn't intimidated to deal with another healthcare provider, and he doesn't put up with any BS that I pull uh, as another professional. He is always able to accommodate my schedule. His plan of care is always well thought out, and he's very responsive to my questions. At first, I was leery of, of paying for out-of-pocket for a primary doctor because I have insurance. Little did I know how useless my insurance has been all these years. I look forward to paying my membership to his practice for years to come. It is the best money I spend. Thanks for letting your listeners know about Dr. Joe Sambatero, Aaron J. Uh, I feel the same way, Dr. Joe. Tracy and I have it, and so many of our listeners, I got to tell you, it's the best thing out there. Uh, this is from Tom. I wanted to reach out and get your impression of attorneys on retainer. I am a member of U.S. Law Shield, as per your recommendations on Gunfire Radio every week, but recently came upon attorneys on retainer, and they have a lot of comments regarding other services not covering the gun owner in a lot of situations regarding the use of your gun. Have you ever looked at them to, to see that is a good option? Also, I'm not sure if all the comments about U.S. Law Shield and others are correct. Just wanted to see your feelings of these guys. Thank you for all you do for the 2A community. Well, here's the I'm going to give a, a homework, Tom, not to you, though. Anybody out there, lawyers out there, especially criminal defense lawyers, uh, is U.S. Law Shield, are you attorneys on retainer? What's the pros, the cons? Should we have both? Should we have just one? Any lawyers out there? John or anybody from Rick Marcantis from U.S. Law Shield, if you're listening to this, why are you better than attorney uh, on retainer? I want to know because I'm not a, an attorney, and I would love to hear from our listeners out there what they think is better or what they think is worse. Um, what do you guys think? Sandy, you agree? Yes, absolutely. Let them do it. This is from, thank you for the other day. I hope Florida was nice. I just wanted to give you an update on Jersey City and the whole process. I recently requalified at your range on 11-3 and contacted the Jersey City PD unit about my requals, and they said just drop it off, and that they're open 9 to 11 a.m., Monday through Wednesday. Oh, that's special. Okay, sounds easy. I get to the office where I usually pick up my pistol permits in Journal Square, and the whole place is vacant. A whole entire police station, vacant. On the door, there is a faded note saying that they moved to Do Jackson Square. The next day, I go to this address specified, and there's now a giant municipal complex at the site. I go over to Two Jackson Square and an immense new police headquarters, but the door is locked. An attendant at the door motioned to me that they're closed. It's Tuesday. They should still be open. Frustrated at this point, I wanted to just send an email with a PDF of my recall to them. Luckily, there was a police officer smoking a cigarette outside and comes over and asks me if I need help. And I tell him I'm looking for the firearms unit and explain that I'm here to drop off my recall. He told me he works there and he would take the form, and I got his name just in case. I trust the officer that will do his job and will put the form where it needs to go, uh, and he, you know, as it, as it was. But I'm still going to send a 
letter and an email. I would do the same thing. Or so what I want you to do is make he sent a hard copy as well as an email to them also. Uh, but yeah, everything's closed. This is where we're getting to. This is how socialism works. Where everything, if you read 1984, you'll see that this is how it works. Uh, again, everything will just be closed up. And you, we have no contact. And you stand in this line, and you go in this line, and you go in that line. Uh, at the standstrong.biz, I went to eat at Song E. Napoli in Rutherford. They have three locations in Manhattan as well. Uh, Pietro, the owner, one of the owners of Song E. Napoli, uh, anybody who goes to Song E. Napoli and, in Rutherford and r- mentions Gun for Hire or Gun for Hire Radio gets a 10% discount on your uh, bill. Okay. So uh, let me tell you something. You just got to let them know. Their food is phenomenal. They're on Park Ave in Rutherford, all right? Uh, that's called support those who support you. Just what I need. Another place for, for Naples-style pizza. Sandy, when you come up and visit uh, Pop Pop, you should go to Song E. Napoli in Rutherford. It's not far from where you're staying, okay? All right. Uh, one of our longtime listeners, Rich M., uh, he sent a letter to uh, Senator Booker. You know, Senator Booker is introducing, again, he wants to ban weapons and he wants a, a re- a, another gun registry or something else like that. Rich, you sent a beautiful, eloquent letter, but let me tell you something. It's just political grandstanding. He's just doing this because Pumpkinhead is getting all the attention right now and no one's talking about him. So he knows this is going to die. It's not going to go anywhere, but he's just doing it because no one's heard from Booker since he ran for president when he was engaged to that Hollywood actress so that everybody thought he was straight. Remember? Right. So it's it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous that he just continues saying he's going to draft this legislation, he's going to do this, he's going to do that. He's just a pompous ass, the closet cape crusader. So so don't pay him any mind. I do want to tell everybody, listen, have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. We're closed Thanksgiving. We're also closed New Year's Day. We're open normal hours on Black Friday, normal hours on Saturday and Sunday after Black Friday. Just let's remember this. The holiday season, it's not about standing in line. It's not about going to the bakery. It's not about buying stuff. It's not about overeating. It's about sitting around with friends and family that you love, Second Amendment people, people that you get along with. It's about looking at them and and, and together and reflecting together, where have we gone? Where have we been? Where are we going? You know, where we are and what we can do to help and support each other. You know, as George Carlin said so many times in a prophetic way it's a big club and we're not in it and we need to form our own club you know and i'm not saying that you know we need to take arms we're not ready for that maybe uh but i just think we we all need to support each other and stop attacking each other you know like when i read the negative comments on on reddit and stuff it's like can't you just comment or if you don't have anything to comment don't comment anything and it's not not not, i'm not talking about the gun for hire negative stuff like when other people post something that's perceived as stupid and they all pile on the rabbit and everything Come on, how about turning over a new leaf? How about supporting people instead of tearing people down? How about encouraging people instead of, you know, knocking them down a couple notches? It's just it's just not right. It's not who most of us are. You know, save that energy from the people who are trying to strip us from, from our rights. Save that energy for people that could give a shit about us and our kids and our grandchildren. Save it for them. And with that, I'm going to hand the close over to you. Well... Happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and yes. looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hot Radio. 
Gunfire Heart Radio is a Kenneth Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmic Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, author Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, which he failed to mention, is available at all great bookstores at the gun shop, bookshop, gun range, known as Gun for Hire, where you can from time to time. You can maybe even get them to sign a copy, and it is a lifesaver of a book, and holiday gift-giving would really be well-suited to include a copy of Crime Proof. Well, 75 degrees and sunny down here on the coastline, from the shadows of the New York City skyline, and beautiful Gulf Shores here in Alabama. Love you guys. God willing, Jesus tires and the batteries hold out. We will see you again right after Thanksgiving.